For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. This is Javon Williams, former University of Connecticut cornerback, and you are listening to On the Fin Side. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the fin side. It ain't the left side. Welcome back to All the Fins. I'm Paul Fick, and you're listening to On the Fin Side. Remember to follow, like, subscribe, and whatever else to our show on YouTube, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, and more, as well as follow us out on Facebook, Twitter, at On the Fin Side. Our draft coverage continues today, and we're sitting down with the former run-stuffing, hole-plugging defensive tackle from UConn with one of the best names in football to put fear into opposing players, Michael Myers. Michael, thank you very much for joining us today. Welcome to the show. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Dude, we love having you here. Let our listeners know a little bit about who you are and where you come from. I'm Michael Myers. I'm from the University of Connecticut. Um, I was a team football captain there. I love to play football, and I just, I'm just looking forward to, to the next couple of weeks, and, and hopefully an opportunity um, comes my way. How did you get started in football? I know everybody's got a different story, so I'd love to hear yours. I actually started playing when I was four, so I had, like, a late birthday. So I turned five, like, in the middle of the season. So I was actually playing flag football when I was five. My mom signed me up, and uh, I I love to play, and, and, and I've been playing ever since. I know the draft process can be absolutely crazy in, in all kinds of different ways. What's this process been like for you with everything going on? I know you're working out up at UConn. Let our listeners know what it's been like for you. Um, it's, it's definitely been a cool experience. I've just been trying to uh, make the most of every opportunity that, that's been coming my way during the process and then just trying to put my best foot forward, making sure that uh, I stay in shape and make sure that I'm always ready. Um, But it, it's definitely a tough process because a lot of times you really don't know what's what's going on and, and, and you're kind of in the dark and some stuff. But um, with the help of my agent and, uh, and just uh, staying with the work, it, it kind of helped me out a lot. I understand if you can't tell us, but what teams can you tell us have expressed interest in you? I, I, I'm not going to say who, but I, I've talked to a, a couple NFL teams. You know, a, a lot of people are showing interest. So um, that's just it's just a blessing. So, As far as your game goes, playing defensive tackle, one of the best ways we all have to improve and, and, and keep making steps forward is being able to tell what our strengths are as well as the areas that we need to work on. What would you say are some of your biggest strengths as well as some of the areas you know you need to work at? Strengths, I think I think I have great instincts as far as understanding what blocking schemes I'm getting. And uh, I'm also a, a very good run stopper with the ability to uh, two-gap and, uh, and line up right on the center at a zero technique and uh, not only take on double teams but uh, split them and be able to make the play on the ball carrier. And uh, I also enjoy the hustle to the ball and, and make plays down the field if I can. And um, weaknesses, I think, I think I'm better than what a lot of people think at it, but I also know I need to improve my pass rush and my pass rush ability to, you know, get the quarterback uh, a lot more than I have in the past. Pro football focus, they love to make comparisons to NFL players. I know when they did their piece on you, there was a lot of really good positives in there. And one of the players that they really compared you to was Abreu Franklin, who had a really long career as, as a run-stuffing nose tackle. Do you think that's fair, and what does that comparison mean to you? 
anytime you get to c- compare to somebody that had a long, um, healthy career in the NFL, it's a blessing. So that um, was very humbling, and um, I'm grateful for it. And uh, I, I think I think it kind of it, it does kind of match my game. You know, I'm a I'm, I'm a great run stopper, and and I I think I could be able to contribute to an NFL team um, right away with my run stopping ability. A lot of UConn guys are in the NFL a lot more than a lot of people realize, to be honest with you. And I know you played alongside guys like Shamar Stephan. Have any of those guys kind of reached out and helped you guys through the process with what to expect? Um, yeah, I, I talk to Shamar all the time. I, I talk to uh, B.J. McBride, those two guys, um, Kent Nadiemi, uh Julian Ken Penny. Talk to all those guys about the process, and, and they all kind of give me uh, great advice, you know. On, the, on and, and they all basically say the same thing, you know, just, just continue to work and, and stay in great shape, and then whatever happens, happens. If you were to end up on the Dolphins, we are a Dolphins-themed show, obviously, you'd be playing alongside some pretty big-name guys in, in Dominican Stew, Cam Wake. William Hayes, Andre Branch. How would you see yourself fitting in that rotation, and what would you look to learn from guys like that? Um, I think I could fit in that um, rotation pretty well. And um, from those veterans, you know, I, I try to learn everything I, I possibly could um, from their daily routine and then how they work on their fundamentals and technique and also how they watch film and prepare for the next opponent because uh, that's that's really what, you know, that's, that, that makes or break you sometimes, you know, just – Sometimes uh, watching a film, and you, you get a uh, you get an edge by just watching film and knowing what's coming from the opponent. Now, what are some goals that you set for yourself at the next level? I'm not really a big long-term goal kind of guy. I'm, I'm more of a day-to-day kind of guy. So I feel if, if if I could get better each and every day, all the long-term goals that I do have, I, I should be able to reach. So just I just want to be the best player I can every day and, and get better. Chris Greer, Dolphins general manager, he's sitting there at, on draft day. He's got three or four names in front of him trying to decide who he wants to draft. Your name is in that mix. If you had the opportunity to talk to him in that moment, what would you tell him to convince him that you are the guy to go with at that pick? I say that I'm accountable and I'm also a competitor, and I love to compete and play the game of football. And um, also I'd, I'd say I'd be a leader and a, and a positive addition to the locker room in the overall culture of the team. So I think I could, I could help the organization in any way I can. You've been playing football since you were four. Any of the kids out there that kind of want to follow in your footsteps to go to college and play ball, to move on to the NFL from there, what advice would you give the kids out there to let them know what they really need to do and what they should do? My advice to them would be just to you know, keep, keep God first, um, appreciate the opportunity that, that they've been blessed with, Trust the process and then surround surround yourself with, with positive people that make you better and push you every day because that's, that's very important. And then respect the game and then I say uh, through it all, just, just remain humble and, and be you and, and stay true to yourself. I know for a lot of NFL teams these days, it's getting bigger and bigger every year. The Dolphins themselves do do a thing called the Dolphins Cancer Challenge, as well as numerous other other different activities out in the community. When you get to that next level with the NFL, what can fans in the community expect to see from you as far as involvement? I love kids, and and, and I love to give back. When I was younger, I actually won the uh, Youth Volunteer of the Year Award. I used to uh, coach basketball down at the Boys and Girls Club for the uh, younger kids, and 
Now, I'm just always willing to help out in any way I can because, you know, I, I just love making an impact on people's lives. And um, I, I feel like that's the reason why we're here on Earth. So any way I can help other people, I'm, I'm, I'm always willing to uh, give a helping hand. I'll tell you, that, that's always one of my favorite questions to ask people. And, and I love hearing stuff like you won that Youth Volunteer Award, man. Congratulations. That, that's fantastic. Thank you. A couple other real quick questions here. First one, I'm going to give you the soapbox here. I'm, I'm going to just pull back. Anybody you want to thank, anything you've got going on out there, anything you want people to know, I'm completely giving you the floor here. Totally yours. Go for it. I just, first and foremost, I'd like to thank God because he blessed me with the opportunity, you know, to play football. And then I, I want to thank my parents, my siblings, uh, Tyro, Marcus, Jerome, and Trishon, uh, the rest of my family, and then anybody that ever coached me from, from youth ball all the way throughout college. And then I got to I gotta thank the city of Newburgh where I grew up. Growing up there, you realize uh, you have to work that much harder than the next man to, to, to get what you want in life. So being around people from Newburgh and growing up in Newburgh, it really made me who I am today. So uh, I, I'm just I'm just super thankful for the opportunity to grow up there and and and, and thankful for the for the city for molding me and, and making me uh, a great person. Two more questions here. First one, we all have a favorite memory from playing ball, no matter what level we played at. I know UConn had its ups and downs the past few years, and, and, and you know I know you've, you've soldiered right through on it. What would you say is your favorite memory, big or small, for, from playing ball so far? Biggest memory would probably be my junior year when we uh, upset Houston at home to uh, become bowl eligible because of uh, all the work that we put in, you know, and and just to get back to a bowl game after, you know, UConn had been, not been the one for a while. And um, just to get back on the, on the right track, it was it meant a lot. So um, that that's probably one of the best memories I have. I actually I actually attended that game, and it, it was pretty crazy being in that stadium that day. So congratulations on that. Last question for you here, not football related, but I will frame this up as no one has ever gotten away from this show without answering it, whether it's a Dolphins Ring of Honor participants like John Offerdahl and Sam Madison, whether it's team personnel, agents, draft prospects, et cetera. You, you game for it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. You got your music player, whether it's your phone or your iPod, whatever. You've got it where all songs are game. You've got it on shuffle play. You pull up to that red light at UConn. You got your windows down because it's finally nice outside. That one song yeah. ends. What is the one song you've got in that music player that you pray doesn't come on blaring over your stereo for everybody to hear? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I'm, I might have a couple of those, honestly. But one I really don't want nobody to hear probably would be, um, dang. I think uh, I got Adele from uh, Adele. Hello, on on my phone. Okay. I think, okay. I hope that doesn't come on while I'm driving. <laughs> now, now, do you sing along when it comes on when no one's there? I gotta ask. I definitely, definitely. <laughs> we all do it. We all do it. Don't worry. <laughs> well, hey, Michael, huge, huge thanks for joining us today, man. I really appreciate it. Best of luck in the next couple of weeks. Hopefully. As a Dolphins fan, knowing the team needs a defensive tackle, knowing they need a run stuff or a defensive tackle, I got my fingers crossed for you here. But, man, big thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
Folks out there, make sure you follow us out on YouTube, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Make sure you follow us on Facebook and Twitter at On the Fin Side. On behalf of myself, on behalf of my co-host, Brian Catanzaro, on behalf of our guest, Michael Myers, if it's not on the right side and it's not on the left side, it is on the fin side. Solo D, take us home. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the fin side. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the fin side. Listen, Dolphins fans across the land all tuning in to see what Brian Cat and Paul about to do again. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.